What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Rabbit Hole Series podcast is here. We're live, and today we'll be diving into the unknown and the dark parts of the web with my friend here, Greg. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Hope you guys enjoyed the ride as we surf the very mysterious and unknown parts of the web. What's going on, Greg? Where, where are we headed to, man? How much? Starting off in Reddit because it's safe. <laughs> it's a safe part of the dark web. So before we get there, let's activate the incognito mode. <laughs> Make sure that Daddy Zuck, yeah, Daddy Zuck doesn't follow us back to our house. So mm. hopefully you don't get zucked. <laughs> I know, man. So, so what? The, yeah, what's going on? So the, this started because uh, you were talking about some documentaries, uh, and you mentioned. Uh, one of them called uh, Q into the storm. Yeah. And so I, uh, I downloaded it like 30 minutes after you told me and, or I did not download it 30 minutes after you told me I watched it on HBO Max. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, And I just, I, I watched it and it was very, it's it seemed very very boring like yeah. okay. there was nothing there was nothing special about it outside of one of the guys in in that movie lived mm-hmm. in uh uh Buena Park which is not far from us yeah and outside of that it just kind of talked about who Q is and who the person is who's posting and who they think it is, and it's more than likely um, a, a guy named Ron or so Ronald. Can it, can I give a little bit of the context just so for the people that don't know? Yeah. Okay, so the HBO documentary series "Q Into the Storm" attempts to shed light on the origins of the Q Anon uh, conspiracy theory and who might be responsible for starting and spreading it. And the final, well, I don't want to. That's uh, blah, 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 blah. there's not much to spoil. Okay, I mean, well, it's real life. Today, in the final scene of the final installment, filmmaker Colin Hoback interviews Ron Watkins, who served as the administrator of 8chan, where QAnon content found a home after other sites banned its message boards. Hoback catches Watkins in several contradictions that suggest Watkins is behind some of the cryptic messages written by Q. The anonymity of Q helped fuel the conspiracy movement in its infancy, but experts say the theory has largely taken on a life of its own. QAnon social media influencers have amassed huge audiences over the years and continually churn out fabricated stories and theories. So that's basically what this documentary is about. It's about shedding some light into the QAnon and QAnon conspiracy. Not conspiracies, but the conspiracy that there is one person, um, I guess that's one person who was responsible for all the information that was being let out through cryptic messages. Yes. So so anyway, so what, what did you learn from the documentary, Greg? Nothing? Um, I mean, 
I really didn't learn too much outside of like, I didn't really know that it kind of started on 8chan. I, mm-hmm. I've never used it just like uh, 4chan. I never used 4chan. Yeah. I always knew about it. And people always talked about it, but I never went on there. I don't know why. I, I don't really follow the memes and stuff like that. So the, the only main thing I kind of got out of it was in context that like the people who were part of like Q and Anon from like the early, earlier stages of it seemed to be the people who you saw at, uh, at like the Capitol riot, really like the, the Q shaman. Yeah. You remember him? The guy who wore the, uh, like the, the bear skin with the, uh, Viking helmet. Yeah. He has like a chess piece. It, it right. looks like on his side. He was in in the documentary from actually early early part because they do show some of the capital. Um, the, uh, the capital footage. Yeah, they show some of the capital footage, but they show him earlier on at like a. Um, they have like a talk for the um, the people Wait, who hey, ran. So, so that guy, the the guy with the Viking outfit. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Q Adon, um, like tribe or what? Community, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't That's know. That's why they call him the Q Shaman. Oh, I now it makes sense. I never looked into that. Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny that they're trying to say like he's part of Antifa and stuff like that. Um, but like something else I want to look up is um, Section Two Thirty. You heard of that? No. What? What? What is that? So, Section Two Thirty. It's um. Let me get the quick definition. Is a piece of internet legislation in the United States passed into law as part of the Communications uh, Decency Act of nineteen ninety six. Common name for Title V of the Telecommunications Act of nineteen ninety six. So I think that there's been a there's been a lot of talk of it. I just never looked into it, and it it's one of the things that provides immunity for websites and platforms from third party content. So like like YouTube can't get in trouble if I post something here that's illegal, as long as they put the effort in trying to remove it mm. or do the right thing. Right. So if the intention of, let's just say YouTube, the intention of YouTube was to sell illegal goods or post illegal videos, then YouTube could be held responsible. But if their intention yeah. is just to have videos on their platform and someone else puts their step forward and does that, mm-hmm. then it's not YouTube's YouTube can't get in trouble for that, that user's posts. But there's been a lot of talk back and forth about how it should come to be and things that should be changed in it. So it's probably something I should look into a whole lot more. Yeah. So so is it part of like shadow banning or is it more of a like what what would you what would you consider that? No, that's an actual law in the books is Section 230. It's that you can't. You can't go after, um, you can't go after a company for 
things that another user puts on the platform. It's not, it doesn't have to do with any website specifically. Mm-hmm. So shadow banning is, is the, the act of, so let's say we're shadow banned right now. We'll be on here. We'll, we'll, we'll still be able to put videos up, but we're no longer going to have notifications going. So no one would be notified that we went live. Uh, if we put a post up, people wouldn't receive the posts. But on our end, it looks like we're still posting things. That's so, a shadow. Ban. So essentially, we've been we're be, we have been we have been shadow banned since two two years ago because still nobody shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but that has to do with certain platforms yeah do it on their own uh but outside of that i i i got a few names of people who i want to research and 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 check out and and read more about and see see what they've done but there wasn't a lot of information directly in the movie to Mm -hmm. where i felt like i learned something that i didn't learn just reading a typical newspaper so they were just beating around the bush, basically. That's how I kind of felt. They just, they kind of, they like pushed you into the conversation, but you missed all the details, essentially. So, so like. if you didn't already know this whole Q8 on stuff, wait. So now I'm thinking, it's it says that it's the last. Was it a four-part series, or was it like one that like that whole documentary was part of uh, other documentaries that were that are, that are out there? See, that's what confused me. That it said it was episode one, and I didn't see any other episodes. And when I finished it, it kind of wrapped it up and gave like a credit roll, which you don't usually yeah, get yeah. In like a. Maybe you just saw the last one because I'm looking here. It's supposed to have four. It's a four part documentary. Huh. I have to go back to HBO Max <laughs> and uh, see why uh, I didn't see the other episodes. Okay. So, um, all right. So that's uh, QA. I think that's a, that's a, I mean, I, I don't really know. I haven't been really involved in learning about that community at all. I don't think that I really cared for, for it. Yeah. I, I think that they were promoting a lot of, a lot of, uh, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're a community who is opposed to child abuse. And that's basically how they branded themselves and, oh, and the government's trying to get us, you know? Yeah. Um. So outside of that, that's all I know. I don't know anybody who's, in the community, I guess everything's supposed to be that way and with anonymity. But it would definitely be something interesting to dive into. So we, we can actually go and check to see what we can find on this QAnon stuff. They have their own servers or their own... Um, so it was like a forum. It, like There was a, a thing called Q Research on the... Eight, I think they had to change the name from 8chan to 8kun, K-U-N. And there was a, it, it's kind of like Reddit, mm. where you can make your own post 
and people joined the community. So it became Q research and they would post a bunch of different theories about so, anything. So yeah. So right here, Greg, I'm looking it up to see what it is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Q anon or simply Q is a dis disproven and discredited American far-right conspiracy theory alleging that a secret cabal of Satan-worshipping cannibalistic pedophiles was running a global child sex trafficking ring and plotted against former U.S. President Donald Trump while he was in office. QAnon is commonly called a cult. Now, this is on Wikipedia, so anybody can edit this. I can go in there and say, you know, whatever. So I, I, I to take take all this uh, by like a grain of salt. Um, so for the people who don't already know, uh, a little bit a little bit of the background of this, I guess, uh, community. Um, they they were they became prominent after the whole thing of PizzaGate. Isn't that right, Greg? So, uh, you probably know from that, yeah. So PizzaGate. Um, it's this happened actually, I think in fall of 2016. Uh, it says here a Twitter account posting anti-Semitic and white supremacist material, which said it was run by a Jewish New York lawyer, falsely claimed that the New York City Police Department had discovered a pedophilia ring linked to members of the Democratic Party. While searching through Anthony Weiner's emails throughout October and November 2016, WikiLeaks had published John Podesta's emails. Proponents of the conspiracy theory read the emails and alleged they contained code words of pedophilia and human trafficking. Proponents also claimed that Comet Ping Pong, a pizzeria in Washington, D.C., was a meeting ground for satanic ritual abuse. And then so basically someone who was part of the QAnon uh, community went out there to this pizza parlor and, you know, shot up the place. Did he actually shoot it up? I thought he just went, but he got arrested. Um, I thought he shot it up. Let, let me check here. So, comment ping pong. Let's see. I, I remember seeing an interview. It may have been two different circumstances of a guy who went and he, he got arrested and he was yelling at the police, like, why would you stop me? There, there's child trafficking oh, no. in the basement of the pizza place. You need to get in there. One of the cops was like, what is this guy talking about? And the other one was knew what he was talking about by Pizzagate and all of that. Yeah. So, so maybe they were two different circumstances. Because if if uh, one police officer knew about Pizzagate, that means that it, they they had to have been two different circumstances. So as Pizza gets Pizzagate spread, Comet Ping Pong received hundreds of threats from the theories believers. The restaurant owner told the New York Times, from this insane fabricated conspiracy theory, we've come under constant assault. I've done nothing for days but try to clean this up and protect my staff and friends of being terrorized. But, so, let's see. Yeah, so he did, so, December 4th, 2016, a 20-year-old man arrived at Comet Ping Pong and fired three shots from an AR-15 style rifle that struck the restaurant walls. A desk and door, Welch later told police that he had planned to self-investigate the conspiracy theory. 
Welch saw himself as the potential hero of the story, a rescuer of children. He surrendered after officers surrounded the restaurant and was arrested without incident. Nobody was injured. So that's that's what happened. Okay. But isn't that isn't that so crazy that this idea of I mean, first of all, the idea of a satanic uh, pedophile child trafficking ring is, you know, it's probably the worst thing you can imagine. And yeah. this person said, well, I'm going to take it on to myself and go over there, investigate and shut this shit down. You know, type Batman vigilante style, which I do not condone because that's why the police is here, right? right. Now, <laughs> but so so a lot of people I mean how does this even I, I don't know what, what do you think it is Greg why do you think that people get in line with these ideas and beliefs and, and they just go full on you know like I don't know I feel it, like you would want to uh, at least scope the place out a little bit before just like rolling up in there you know lighting like, it up huh yeah. And I feel like you would want to, uh, I don't know. I feel like once the information is on a public forum, in a sense, that has a lot of people on it, that uh, the information is probably old. So e- e- even if that place, it's also, it's also even like if the place was on. that, it wouldn't have been for much longer. By the time you got there and did anything, nothing would be going on. Yeah, it's also like playing telephone on the internet, right? Like yeah. one person will like take this comment and t- take it to another platform, and then it just that's how things go viral, basically. Yeah, there's there's if you look on your phone and you go to like articles, majority of the time when you click on one now, it's like five thousand advertisements, and the articles like in between each advertisement. Yeah, and then there's just a super catchy title. People don't want to look at all those advertisements just to try to go through the article. That we just read the uh, the titles, take all the information from that, and make the 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 rest of the guess. Uh, let's see. So w- there's a few things where we can take this. Um, we can take it into. Uh, let's see. What, there's many things that we can go into from here. You know, oh, I got something that doesn't have anything to do with Q. With what? I have a lot of things that have nothing to do with Q. Oh, well, let, let, let's save those for, for um, like, down for later today. And, like, later down the show. Let's, okay. try, let's, let's take this. Uh, let's find this road and let's commit to something. So I'm thinking... If this all started with a sex trafficking and child abuse pedophilia ring, why don't we go down and see what we can what we can find on John Podesta's emails? How do you spell the last name? John Podesta, P-O-D-E-S-T-A. 
Dude, for whatever reason, my Brave browser is not working today. Alright, let's see. Nope, nothing there. So, let's see here. Maybe they don't want us to find it, bro. I don't understand. Yeah, the stuff that I keep finding is just people's rewrite of what they may have read on it. Yeah. No, not nothing. Yeah, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, I got it right here. You found something? Or this doesn't show the whole thing. Oh, never mind. This is just showing that someone had take, taken his password and that he should change his password. No, so... This is not the email. I can find it. Emails. So it was his emails to Hillary Clinton, right? So for people who don't know, John Podesta was the um, the campaign manager for uh, the Democratic Party, particularly for Hillary Clinton. And in the emails that got deleted accidentally through a server, um, some people were actually able to recover some uh, some of these emails. And they, I think it was called WikiLeaks. I think that's the the people who did it. WikiLeaks were the people who did it. Yeah. Um, and basically, they found crypt what it appeared to be cryptic messages of uh, child abuse and, and like sex trafficking uh, words, the cryptic messages of that. So let me see. I think I'm. I found it here. I'm just. Yeah, I just see a bunch of little like clippings. And then someone else types in the rest of the stuff. So a lot of it's probably been taken down. It's probably just harder to find. I Where was it that I found it? I remember finding it somewhere. Dude, I don't know. Sometimes this is obviously it says it was twenty thousand pages. Yeah, it was a lot. So not sure where we get out of it. Um, I remember reading some. It was actually kind of creepy. I remember reading some that was that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, why can't I find this? Why can't I find I think it? there's just too much to it, and we wouldn't get enough out of it without sitting down and reading it. I found a not-so-reliable source. I am not going to name the, 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 the site, but let's see what happens here. But basically, anyway, so in the, in the, um, in the emails, you could see words being thrown out like hey you know um yeah we'll see you tonight at the party there will be plenty of pizza and then 
according to I don't know if it's the FBI words of that that are tied to known sex trafficking. Uh-huh. They found that um some of the words were in, in were correlated with the definition of what the FBI has on on the uh, of, of what it means. Like pizza would mean like uh, like girls, right? And then yeah. hot dogs was boys. And um, there's a there's like a bunch, bro. But and it was reoccurring. It was like in and it was like in every few emails and every few meetings say, Hey, you know, don't worry. I'm going to bring the, the hot dogs. And, and I don't know, these guys could, I mean, you know, they're older. They could easily just be talking about you meeting up for a, a fundraiser saying, Oh, I got the food. Don't worry about it. But it could also be that they're talking about some serious shit. Yeah. I don't know. You always watch those movies where, like, what what's that one big movie? It was uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about human trafficking. And the one person who was like the face of the like anti-human trafficking movement was the leader of the biggest human trafficking movement there there was. <laughs> so. Everyone was working with the person who they were trying to catch. Oh, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a show, uh, Hannibal. Did you ever watch oh. Hannibal? It no, I didn't watch Hannibal it. Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs? I didn't watch it, no. It was like the origin story. That shit's crazy. Like the okay. whole time these guys are working with the psychopath serial killer who's eating all the people that they find. Yeah. So, okay. So there are some. uh, These are not. These are not it. No, I I feel like there's too much out there that we don't have and can't find. And there's too many papers anyways that it's just kind of. Should just move on. Well. I mean, we, we have to find the rabbit hole series. I mean, we have to find the rabbit hole. You know, sometimes we get into this cave and we don't know where to go, but we need to shine a light here, Greg. I'm telling you, it's, I mean, I, I know that it's, uh, it's a little hard to find when we're live, but it's definitely something that is worth talking about so that people can, you know, decide for themselves. Yeah, if we have it, we don't have it though. <laughs> you think that they really? Let, let me see. All right, here we go. I'm going to this side here. Okay. Oh, there's uh, okay. Wow, four thousand emails or four thousand yeah. pages. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
I told you it was a ton. But you you found the actual pages? No. I keep finding different websites where people type their own information up about the emails and they have little pictures of the emails alongside yeah. of it. But none of it is like a full thing. Like I'm looking at one right now. It says two from and it's one sentence. So it's just like not much there. So Secretary of the Demonic Underworld, Harry Clinton, tries to help a 10-year-old Yemen girl. That's what the nope. title is. And it says, in the email, it says, do you recall Noor Ali, the 10-year-old Yemen girl who got herself divorced? I met her at the Glamour Awards last year. There was a CNN story last few days about how unhappy she is. Still living at home, not attending school, and unique... And, and quite angry that her life is not better. Is there any way we can help her? Could we get her to the U.S. for counseling and education? Hmm. I, I don't. Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Dude, check this out, Greg. <laughs> There's this in an email. It says, Hillary Clinton's smartest move. Say no to TPP. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I swear. I'm going to share my screen. Dude, right here. Ready? Ready for this? Hillary Clinton's smartest move. Say no to TPP and join Warren slash Krugman forces. What? Hillary Clinton's against us. The conspiracy's here, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway so for the people who are interested you guys can go do your own research on this um you can go to wikileaks dot uh, org i mean i don't condone greg i don't think greg condones any of their unethical uh journalistic uh you know practices mm-hmm. but if you are inquiring about this type of um what you would call conspiracy definitely go check that out there's a lot of different things on there i mean this gets crazy and this is the other thing too forever i don't know is that sometimes in like let's are are people disputing that these emails are fake are they just disputing what the emails mean is the question so the emails are not fake people are wondering what they mean so so then yeah. here we go with that is the emails are sent skeptical uh, skeptical of what they mean. You can't prove it one way or the other. The people will more than likely say that it's a, not the bad side of the conspiracy. And you just have to use if you believe it or not, and not just take it up on, what articles say, go read the information, get all the information and make a decision. And that's it. And sometimes I understand that it's hard to find information. Like I'm still trying to understand how to, to research things and really get the full amount of information. Cause there's many times that I actually go out and I try to study uh, some kind of subject, anything. And I, I swear I'll, I'll be sitting on it for a week. I'll 
I'll look every different angle I possibly can. I'm like, okay, I think I have a good enough knowledge behind this to talk about it. Maybe someone will will teach me some more information or I can see a different view on the subject, but I'll at least have all of the knowledge in my head. And then the first time I talk to someone, they kind of, they say one thing and I'm like, I've never heard that. What are you talking about? And I'll look it up and there's a ton of information on it. Yeah. Like, what is going on? I just went through everything. So you can always, you can always find more information about a subject from talking to others after doing your own research to even when you think you have your mindset on something, just keep talking to people about it because you can't change your mind about different subjects with more information from different people. Yeah. I mean, that's my two cents. <laughs> okay. So while I do a little bit of research on this, what, what else did you have? Okay. So I went on to Reddit and there's, uh, there's a subreddit called, uh, I guess it's called no sleep. And I guess it's things that people have done like on the dark web. <laughs> it's things that people do on the dark web. Some things that people have done on the dark web. Yeah. Nice so, one. so like w- one of these is kind of weird because it's legal to do in California, but in other States it's not. This guy said that he he was able to buy, uh, uh, he's he's spe- specified weed. He was able to buy weed on the dark web, and then would drive to his house and drop it off. We have apps for that here in California. Yeah, but uh, but then he also says, let me go here real quick. Um, he said that at the same time, it wasn't only weed that he could get, he could get any type of porn that he wanted even weird stuff. Like obviously the dark web has, it is there for illegal substances and paraphernalia and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But then he, he even talked about, he went on the dark web and purchased, uh, he said he spent $10 for three women to go to a dark basement to do whatever he said for a half hour to each other, not to him. What? So th- yeah, the three women would do whatever he told them to do for 30 minutes. And he said he could never go back to porn again after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that's crazy. All right, dude. All right, dude. F'd. We're effed. Are you ready for this? I found huh. it. I found it. All right. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. So this is broken up into three chunks. There's okay. so Stratford and, and I'm sorry to, you know, to kind of pull this back to where we were. The Stratford emails to show that the pizza related code words, Podesta's pizza, hot dog service and dealing with clients. And then some occult findings that somebody found on the internet. So, Pizza waitresses, $65,000 of, of pizza and dogs, refers to people as hot dogs. And so on here, I don't know, should I share this? What do you think? Uh, you mean like the text? Yeah. You can show it. should be fine. It's just text. Well, you never know. 
So, all right, here we go. Sharing the matrix window here. So on this email, it says, we'll go all the way down. To celebrate all you hot dogs out there, Eric, you can participate as well. And then Eric says, if we get the same waitresses, I'm all for it. Subject line, get ready for Chicago Hot Dogs Friday. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Never have I ever told you, Greg, hey, you ready for Hot Dog Friday? <laughs> okay. So, okay. My point about how you sometimes you might not have the context behind it is sure, if they're using Gmail, Gmail is obviously not 100% secure. They'll know their emails will eventually get hacked in some sort of way. That they would talk, they would talk in, in lingos. Well, hang hey, hey on. No, 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 hold on. Let me finish this well, point. I know, but I want to touch up on that because you just mentioned that if if these guys are supposed to know that they that they're that the email that they're using is not safe. But the thing about powerful people and people in power, it often seems like they they like to tiptoe the line and they just don't they clearly don't care because they have all the power. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that now. So you, you said about um, uh, <laughs> where were you going? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. So, so I'm trying to tie this back into a, a concept that people might, might remember is that um, they talk in these, in these codes or there are certain things that we don't, we don't correlate one and one with. So, um, so like uh, uh, Donald Trump, when he was president and he was talking about in one of his speeches, he, he said the word um, uh, bleach. I, I think it was bleach or it was chloro. It wasn't Clorox. It, it had to be bleach. He said the word bleach in a, in a sentence that sounded like he, he was telling people uh, about, what we would think bleach that we put into clothes to make our clothes whiter. Mm -hmm. But he was actually talking about a program named bleach, but the sentence didn't really make anyone second, second guess what we first thought of bleach by pouring bleach into something. And when you go back and you listen to it, knowing that it's a program, the sentence means something completely different. So that's why I'm saying maybe that doesn't make sense to the everyday person because maybe hot dog is some something that well that's what people are saying. actual hot dog yeah but that's yeah. what people are saying what's a hot dog Friday on in Chicago and um, you have hillbilly just commented on YouTube says web equals civilian control dark web equals criminal control does that make any sense to you Greg or is that also cryptic <laughs> No. <laughs> well, aren't uh, aren't criminals also civilians? Sometimes <laughs> makes you think. Uh. Yeah, sometimes. Um, so here I have another uh, of those emails. It says, 
from Robin Blackburn says, does the pizza offer include those of us who can't make the meeting because we're out here editing? Because if so, count me in. This email is color coded in black. Oh, what? <laughs> white and will combust in 30 seconds. What the oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. It says Chris Douglas wrote headcount. Who all is in the Austin office today who is going to want pizza? We only have one slice and we need to know how thinly to slice it. Simple, simply send a single response filed, color-coded, double-sided, and appropriately labeled, signed, and triplicate, and set on fire. What? <laughs> Do you see this shit, Greg? Yeah, but see, that's, on, the, that's on, the point. Is, is, is now you don't know what pizza means. You don't know anything. I, I understand know. that's what I people are talking about. That- and they're trying to take lingo from somewhere else. But you could just as easily have come up with your own lingo. And pizza is a common thing that you that everyone knows. And it's easy enough to throw in there. And that's I, the problem. I agree with you, Greg. I agree with you. But it's also, if this is some nefarious shit, that, that, that's why it's smart. Because people like you would say, yeah, this is what they're... Maybe this is being taken out of context. The other side... I mean... These guys are running, they're in the government system, okay? The, the fact that they have these types of conversations in emails, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, are they teenagers or are they here to serve and protect the country? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. And so, I mean, you see that right here. You know, then then there's another response. Are you sure this might not be a Jim Jones Kool-Aid event? TKL, please eat my slice. <laughs> it's like, are they talking about one pizza from Costco that <laughs> only like one office and everybody has to share one slice or what? Well, yes, sure. <laughs> Greg, check this out. So he'll really say they're just memeing. Um, maybe, but we'll, you'll see the rest of the emails right here. Hillbilly says the web tracks, everyone, all legal aspects of society files, all info into a file for every human on earth. Yeah. Well, those are cookies and we understand it. That's why we have activated our incognito mode so that nobody can track us. And Greg, Uh tell everybody about the brave browser that you're using. Um, I want to make sure people can protect themselves with the brave browser they're they're not paying us to to uh they're not a sponsor of the podcast or any of the sorts but we just like using the browser oh brave browser and i use DuckDuckGo also to search because they don't collect your i you know i hate to say like they don't collect your data but i'm sure they still do (laughs) (laughs) right Hillbilly also says the dark web tracks criminal behaviors and deeds. I mean, it is smart, right? If it's going to happen either way, either through pigeon mail or whatever, might as well keep track on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But back to the break, bro. I I like it uh, because, I mean, you get paid to use it as well. So it's it's in a cryptocurrency and... uh, you can turn on the advertisements or turn them off. So if you want an ad-free experience, you just turn off all the advertisements and you're good to go. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so now we're getting into the um, into the uh, Podesta emails, and let's see what we can find here. So let's see. Oh man, this is gonna get weird, bro. You sure you want to go through this rabbit hole? <laughs> I think it's too late, huh, Greg? Just read the email. All right, here we go. So it says, thanks for all piling into the car. It definitely was more fun with everyone. And, and think of all the gossip you would have missed if we were in two cars. Let us know if you have any other questions about any of the houses. So there. Uh, let me ask you a question real quick. Do you know why there's spaces in between and why they're not no, the sir. same amount of spaces? Nope. This is not a, a like a messenger back and forth, right? And the spaces mean like a timeline. This is email, uh, right? Yeah, this is email. Hmm. I wonder why that is. So it says here are the links to the houses we drove by today, located at the vineyard. Okay, so they're getting a place. Um, it says thanks, Kate. We all really enjoyed it and it was very informative for us. And we're talking about how great we think you are. And then we have Susan and Herb said, or or Susan and Herb, I just came from checking the field house and I have a square cloth handkerchief, white with black, that was left on the kitchen island. Happy to send it via the the mail if you let me know where I should send it. I also meant to inquire yesterday about the pillows you purchased. I can send them as well if you let them know where they are in the house. And then the other person says, hi, John, the realtor found a handkerchief. I think it has a map. That seems pizza related. Is it yours? What? Do you see? Do you, are you reading this? Realtor found a handkerchief. I think it has the a map that seems pizza related. What the fuck does that mean? Is it yours? They can send it if you want. I know you're busy, so feel free not to respond if it's not yours or you don't want it. The guy says. Uh, this is John Podesta. He says it's mine, but not worth worrying about. What? A, what does that mean, Greg? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me that this whole like what is that? Mean? Maybe they're talking about like a file. And do what? Do you need this file, or can I get rid of it? But a handkerchief. She clearly says a handkerchief that seems pizza related. What does yeah. that mean? If you know, you know. Oh. <laughs> All right. You're playing devil's advocate, so I don't know. Well, sure, but I mean, there's not – I can't tell you what it means. I don't know what it means. It could easily mean it, it's a handkerchief that they got as a promotion from a pizza place, and it on it the, there's a, a map of the location of where it is. Okay, so so okay. What about this one? What about this one, Greg? It says here. So that's our ice encased wiper and taste of the traffic we are in. Suffice to say, we will not make it tonight. I am sad to say, have to settle for the pasta John gave us at Christmas. Really sorry to miss the pasta he was given on Christmas on Christmas, and the this email is March first. That's three months later. To tell you the truth, that's not. I've 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 seen that before. 
people do do that. What? What do they do? Eat frozen pasta that's like two months old. Oh, you're telling me that you're part of the, you're part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So what about this one here? This one says the next three months are going to be rougher internally than in Beijing between 7th and 1600. No fun. Hope you're doing okay. I'm dreaming dreaming about your hot dog stand in Hawaii. <laughs> Wait, who, who sent this to who? Podesta sent this or Stern, whoever Stern is. Okay. Look at that. Look at the email. Okay. State.gov. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. He said the next three months are going to be rougher internally than in Beijing between 7th and 1600. No fun. Hope you're doing okay. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming about your hot dog stand in Hawaii. Okay, what do you what do you have to say about that one? Maybe they had some good hot dogs. Here, I'm just gonna do a quick a quick search. Hot dog stand in Hawaii. Because I mean, don't they eat a lot of spam in Hawaii? <sighs> The point is that they keep referring to food as hot dog and pizza. Or how fat are these people? Like, that's all they eat, pizza and hot dogs? <laughs> Maybe, John, yeah. doesn't seem to be that fat. Yeah. Maybe he owns a, a, a hot dog stand in Hawaii. Look, I mean, we can sit here and justify these messages and rationalize what they mean. But at the end of the day... They're weird. This is fucking weird, man. <laughs> if you don't think this is weird, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, it's definitely got weird aspects to it. And I see here that Hillbilly said that all conspiracies lead back to eugenics. And uh, I'm just looking at a simple definition of eugenics. It says the practice or advocacy of controlled selective breeding of human populations to improve the population's genetic composition. So... I don't know. I guess I guess that's what it means. You want to only have the best hot dog, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's hot dog and pizza because pizzas are like, but that girls and hot dogs are guys. That's what the that's what I had read on one of the FBI known sex trafficking, um, yeah, letters. Or, so. so. Yeah. We could look to see the guy who was talking about the hot dog stand. See if the guy is is openly gay. Well, let's well here. Let's take a look here. So, with the enormous gratitude to advanced man ex- extraordinaire Haber, I am popping up again to share our, our excitement about the reprise of our gang's visit to the farm. In I'm not going to say the name. Um, and I thought I'd share a couple more notes. We plan to heat the pool. So a swim is a possibility. Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby. Emerson and Maeve, 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe you read this one, Greg. This one's a little weird. Yeah, I was reading it. So with like, where you left off? Okay. So let's just go here. And I thought I'd share a couple more notes. We plan to heat the pool, so a swim is a possibility. 
Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve. 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment. And they will be in that pool for for sure. And with the forecast showing prospects of some sun and a cooler temp of lower 60s, I suggest you bring sweaters of whatever attire will enable us to use our outdoor table with a pergola overhead so we dine al fresco and ideally not al chilio. Wow, that was a pretty lame joke. Wait, why are people going to be in a pool if they can't even sit outside of the pool without being cold? That's why he said that it's going to be warmed up so swimming is a possibility. Uh, that's CC, weird. I am CCing Trudy to repeat the invite and sending pinning wishes you could come to Rima, John P., John Podesta, and whoever those other people are. And then the person says, we're in. Thanks for the invite. And then you have... um. Hooray. Forgot Drew the last time is as in also. So see y'all on Saturday at one or when you arrive. And then the next person says, thanks for remembering me as I was planning to use the farm as a backdrop to announce my candidacy for Speaker of the House. And then we have, well, since Hillary stood with Monihan at his farm with bales of hay to run for the Senate seat. Hello, Speaker Littman. Wait, why are you scrolling upwards? Is the email backwards? Yeah, you've never read emails before, sir? (laughs) No, not really. I don't read emails. I'm not a boomer, bro. Actually, emails are are a big deal in business, huh? Yeah, the the newest email is always on top. Okay. So also, if terrorists are are, or unhappy former Clinton carry interns with some machine guns attack the farm during my remarks, we won't all die because I'll make a split-second decision lead us in a well-coordinated and ultimately totally successful charge against them. This is going to be a great day all around. <laughs> what? I don't know. That was, I guess that was... That a, is a way of saying, like, this party's going to be lit or something? Yeah, I guess. And then someone <laughs> says, Skyfall Sunday, Drew. So, this is getting a little weird. I'm telling you, Craig, gets a little freaking weird. But now here's the question, based off of the the ether we did yesterday too, is is it is it as weird as we as we see it, and it's normal to others? Because like we were going through the statistics of um of like how, how many people in the United States. Where people swingers or or this and that, and to be a swinger, in my opinion, is it's kind of weird. But to other people, it's it's normal, and they wouldn't think of any other kind of life. So, like, um, so I'm 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 thinking that I don't think it's yeah, it's weird for us because we're average Joes who are addicted to the internet, and we have no escape from it. I guess. These people, they don't think like that. They, yeah, so they're talking in a different way is what I mean. Yeah. Like, they're not out here using the slang. Like, I don't really use much slang at all anymore. I used, like, I'll say what's up. I mean, that's still technically slang. Um, like, 
I don't say anything. Like I used to say like sup dog or like I say dude. I don't think I say bro anymore, but like I don't know. Maybe this is like uh intense people slang. I mean, I don't know. But I guess other people would be able to read it if it was that way. Yeah, like we would be able to make sense of it, but mm-hmm. I for whatever reason I cannot. So we have one here. It says Dear Mary. Hope you and the family are well. Since John is no longer with the email address I have for him, would you please forward this dilemma flavor to John? Greg, what is dilemma? Can you look that up? Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. Our internist of many years has a 95-year-old mother who is in love with President Barack Obama. In a recent visit, we got to talk in politics, and she mentioned how her mother would want to meet the president. On hearing of our relationship with John, our internist mentioned that her 95-year-old mother would even make the extra effort to come to D.C. to make or to meet with the president. Uh, John, our internist, went on to say she would even make a special trip with her mother to D.C. to accomplish this if she could not meet him somewhere in Chicago area. Eddie, the mother was a social worker here in Chicago. She reared six children, two doctors, two lawyers, a nurse, and a successful businessman. Eddie donates to all requests from the Obamas. We know you are inundated with such requests, but I feel we had to give it a try. It's not something you can make happen, but can you suggest an approach the family can take to help their mom fulfill her bucket list? Attached pictures of Eddie. Her, she's I don't understand this email. Okay, so, so, so just to make sure. Okay, so I'm not sure how to pronounce it correctly. The the lemma, the lemma is a esoteric and occult social or spiritual philosophy and new religious movement developed in the early 1900s by. Alistair Crowley, an English writer, mystic, and ceremonial magician. What the fuck? So, like, dark arts? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, Greg, maybe it's just out of context. Maybe we just don't understand their, their, um, you know, their, uh, their slang. (laughs) Maybe. Still saying maybe. You think that she uh you think that she uh or that person um went on there just to maybe put she 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 might have wanted to put something else on there? Yeah. Maybe she meant to put dilemma, but it autocorrected. No, dilemma flavor. Whatever the hell that means. Alright, so moving on. It could mean like magician. Doubt it. I really doubt it. So, current upcoming exhibitions and events. So, exhibitions and events in New York. Dear Tony, I am so looking forward to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Do you think you will be able to let me know if your brother is joining? All my love. I don't want to. Will we get in trouble for all these names being out here? Well, this is public information, right? Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. They respond. Are you in NYC Thursday, July 9th? Marina wants you to come to dinner, Mary. Whoever Mary is, and that's John Podesta is talking about 
this spirit cooking with this lady. Spirit cooking. So right, so search that up. What is a spirit cooking? Make sure you hit that incognito mode. You don't want Poppy Zuckerberg to come back and haunt you. Nah, bro. I'm using Brave and DuckDuckGo. I'm good. Spirit cooking explained. Satanic or fun dinner? <laughs> okay. I think that we'll take the former definition of that. <laughs> By the way, guys, if you guys are just um, tuning in, Cheers. This is the Rabbit Hole Series podcast of Top Process Podcast family. Uh, welcome to the community if you're new. Uh, thank you guys for you know commenting, uh, subscribing, liking the video. It helps us with the YouTube algorithm so that we can reach more people. Uh, we do three different types of podcasts. We do the regular Thought Process podcast where we just interview guests and get to know people where we help. People understand people. We have this one, the Rabbit Hole Series podcast, where we pick a topic, just dive deep into, into the rabbit hole and see where it takes us. Um, and then we have the Ether on Wednesdays. You can call after 9 p.m. Eastern time to 657-223-5323. The number is 657-223-5323. And you guys can join us live on the air where we take calls based around a topic and we discuss with you guys um, and how people are and, and just help people understand people. So Greg, you were searching up, what is this whole, um, what is it called? Spirit cooking? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Spirit cooking refers to a sacrament in the religion of uh, the lemma which was founded by Alistair Crowley and involves an occult performance during which menstrual blood, breast milk, urine, and sperm are used to create a painting. Dude, that what? one girl, that one girl from the, um, that the documentary on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Remember the one that made that super weird painting? Yeah. Didn't she say she used those ingredients in that painting? Maybe it's the same person. I swear to God. Maybe not, it's I'll have to go back and look that up. Maybe it's the same person, dude. I'm telling you. Uh, You're all connected. There, there's still some more here. But then it says, according to uh, Marina, Ab I'm not going to say the last name. If the ritual is performed in an art gallery, it is merely art. But if the ritual is performed privately, then it represents an intimate spiritual ceremony. You know, Greg. Hail to the no, no, no. You just said Marina is the person's name? Yeah. That's who they're talking to. Oh, is it? Yes. We killed. and uh, Okay. Huh, let me share this. Okay. Whoa. 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 What's going on? Is that YouTube or what's going on, dude? Are we are we being hacked right now? <laughs> <laughs> are we We're being hacked? The rabbit hole. Greg, do you see this? Anyway, read it really quick before it disappears. Uh, I can't see it. You can't. Uh, see it? 
Well, what part? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's it's it good. Big invite list. More names were added today. Uh, haven't seen that we have a large number of RSVPs yet. We killed entertainment since there is not time. I'm sure you saw on your line block our time has shrunk. Can we include Marina? Marina. Uh, you just said Marina. I did. And it says, subject, how's the Filipino lunch going? Oh, okay. Yeah, because this is talking. So the first part explained what the spirit cooking was. The second part says, according to Marina. Um, there's probably something else in the email that says something about the ritual. So can you Google, what is Filipino lunch? <laughs> like, what I is mean, a Filipino lunch? I mean, it's probably just going to, like, yeah, it came up as Filipino dishes. Filipino lunch, often treat lunch like a feast, offering more food on the table than the previous meal. Huh? So I'm assuming. So, so it's, bring this into a, a different context. A different... A Filipinos often treat lunch like a feast, offering more food on the table than the previous meal. So essentially that it whatever is happening is going to be a feast so there's yeah. going to be plenty right for a people. lot of people are going to partake and they're offering more of whatever it is yeah. than what they have previously had oh man dude there's a freaking picture here obviously there's no attachment oh shit there's attachments <laughs> oh shit no, I can't open this. I, I, I haven't been able. To, I'm gonna send this to you on the, on the private chat. Okay. Can you open this and tell me what it is? Oh shit! When you go there, go to attachments. But so can you know for the people listening in, there's an email here from Doug to John Podesta or. To many different people, it says, as John said, it doesn't get any better than this. And he sent the picture, and I'm not going to open it because I'm too scared to open. Okay, so, what's the context of the uh, of the attachment? Like, what is the text? As John said, it doesn't get any better than this. Okay, so I could describe the picture. It's not. It's what not dirty it? in any sense. But if it means something else that's inappropriate, then it could. I wouldn't show it. So I'll just describe it. it it's so not disgusting in any matter. That means that there's some shit going on here. No, there's nothing going on. You'll understand when I explain it. So okay. th there's two Asian ladies, um, probably over the age of 25, but probably under the age of 45. And uh, they're eating pizza. And they're, it's a wooden table. It looks like they're on a bench. So there's two Asian ladies and there's a little girl. Could it be older than six? And one of the Asian ladies and the little girl are taking a bite of the same pizza. Fuck no. And there's a plate. There's plates. And one of the plates has like a salad on it. One girl has a glass of water. The other one's drinking a diet. Dasani. Or no. What is that? A diet. Water? It's some kind of soda. I don't know what it is. But it's not inappropriate looking, but based off of what it said, may mean 
something else. It's definitely what something Greg? you could show. I just wouldn't show it because of context. So what, Greg? What's the save that picture? I, I want to. I want to see it later. Yeah, it's, it's nothing that you wouldn't. You wouldn't think anything bad about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is getting weirder the further we go into this rabbit hole. Okay, so we have another uh, email here. It says, um, please consider taking the 10-minute survey about frozen desserts created by George. So, please. What? We have a quick turnaround to analyze the data. So we're trying to get as many Sorry about the misleading subject line. Ice cream for free. Don't mumble. Just Laura, read it. I consider uh, this just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. It's fine. Mumbo. Then skip it. <laughs> I consider ice cream its purchase and its consumption a rather serious business. We can just willy nilly toss it out about in casual references, especially linked with the word free. Huh. What is this supposed to say? I don't understand it. I don't know. I was talking about serious serious. ice cream. I guess ice cream is very serious. And you shouldn't just be saying it uh, in these types of emails. All I got to say is Michelle Obama would not be very happy about all the unhealthy eating. Hot dogs, pizza, ice cream. Like, didn't. I hope she's not involved in it. Because I saw Obama's name a few times. Yeah. Dropped. So all this unhealthy eating and talking while they're trying to tell us that we need to be healthy and getting rid of Cookie Monster for Vegetable Monster, like, get out of here. Yeah. So last night was fun. Subject line. Oh, that was the subject line. Last night was fun. Still in torture chamber. Another question. Do you two want to have, Febu- have February 14th Valentine's Day dinner? Hmm. What could that possibly mean? Wait, See, that- that's a .gov email, right? Yes, sir. So, like, that, no, 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 that no, no, no. is a little bit weird, though, no, like, no, no. on both aspects of why would you send an email about going out for Valentine's Day to a .gov email? No, that wasn't a just- .gov email. That yeah, one, one of them was the person they were sending it to, right? No, it says from Podesta to... John Podesta. So he sent it to himself? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, granted, I send text messages to myself all the time. Yeah, but this doesn't make any sense. Last night was fun. Still in torture chamber. Do you want to have... Oh, I think he was talking to his wife? No, yeah, there's two people on there. I think he's talking to his wife. Okay, so no, look at that. It's two different emails. So he's sending it from... Podesta.com. So his, his his like personal brand kind of email, and then John Podesta at Gmail, which would probably be his personal email, and Podesta at Gmail, the the Mary one, is probably his wife or something like that. But do you two? Maybe there's two different Podestas in this situation, because do you two? And he's talking to only one other person. It's kind of weird. Or is it a forward? Yeah. If it's a forward. Last email on this thread. Been meaning to thank you for 
for being with me during my first lollipop experience. Appreciated your support and your steady presence. My only regret is that I didn't take my lollipop with me. And then, oh, shit, hang on. I misread this. So, Leia, has anyone notified you that you have a lollipop to be in the spin room at tonight's debate? Are you up for it? I'd be up. I'd be with you so can tackle things not specific to the convention with you. What? Has anyone notified you that you have a lollipop to be in the spin room at tonight's debate? Are you up for it? I'd be with you so can tackle things not specific to convention with you. Been meaning to thank you for being with me during my first lollipop experience. Appreciated your support and your steady presence. My only regret is that I didn't take my lollipop with me. Wow. What could that mean? Um, I think lollipop means like an older person dressing up as a younger person. Well, I don't but know. I, I saw this other definition here that says lollipop is a term used to describe the signs on sticks that people were holding at the convention. The ones that said Hillary, that people changed to say liar, for example. Mm-hmm. So. Oh man, I'm a damn. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. At to at this point. That was a little. That was a little rough, dude. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you, that was a little rough to read, because it's just so weird. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely got some funkiness to it. Now, the the other thing I wanted to bring up. Remember that little? Um, it was like a, it was like two weeks long. It was a trend of finding like really expensive furniture with the names of people who were missing. Oh, yeah. The Wayfair Wayfair thing. Yeah. You remember that? Yep. Since we're on the sex trafficking uh, rabbit hole here. So there's another one here. Oh. Let's see. Who, first of all, Greg, who owns Wayfair? Let, let's start there. Uh, I think it isn't Wayfair publicly traded as well. Could be wrong. So, for the people who don't know what we're talking about, I'm going to show you a screenshot of an item on the Wayfair app. It's a storage cabinet. It's $13,000 to buy this cabinet. Doesn't seem like it's... It doesn't seem like this is a... I mean, I I don't understand this. Why are these cabinets so so goddamn expensive? So there's, okay, so yeah, there's the CEO, 
the CEO is someone we've never heard of. Naraj Shash. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even look familiar. So, so for people, yeah, so for the people who don't know about the Wayfair, so Wayfair, it's this uh, discounted app or platform, kind of like Amazon, where you find things for really cheap. Um, for a while there, I think it was like a couple of, uh, maybe like last year, mid last last year, there was um, a few ca- uh, furniture piece items that were. Named after people who went missing, and then they were being sold for like thousands of dollars, like ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, they're saying that it was either names of people, or uh, even some of them were like measurements or or like descriptions of the missing person, essentially. So, like, if you would describe a couch color, uh, the the cushions would be their hair color. The, the legs would be their eye color, so on and so forth. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Wayfair. I just went on their website right now, and they have a $16,000 couch. It's ugly. Paradise 93 wide rolled arm sofa. By Mackenzie Dash Childs. Shut up. Can you share that? Let me see. Uh, let's see here. Here's the share. It's the this one here. Click on it. Paradise 93 wide rolled arm sofa. Um, it kind of looks antique. I, I don't know if that's oh. necessarily. I would never sit on that for comfort. So I would never spend $16,000 on it. No, thanks. But I'm not saying that this is one of the the, the things that people were talking about. Yeah. That it, there's so much out there that it's crazy because even during the election, I I had seen that there was I want to say it was Colorado. They had done a I don't know the proper word for it a sting on a house, and when they finally went inside, they had pulled out. I want to say it was between thirty and fifty. Uh, abducted children. How many? 30 to 50. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tough. It may not have been abducted, sex traffic, which I'm pretty sure is kind of the same thing. Yeah, so, so really quick, there are some, um, here are some examples for the people who are just listening. Uh, there's some examples of the cabinets that are just way overpriced. You can see them for 15000 13000 14000 Yeah, you know, just around that vicinity. And they each, even though they look alike, it's like they use the same fucking picture for the damn cabinet. They call it a different thing. 
They called yeah, it, it Nereus. Yeah, they call it by first names of people. Nereus, storage cabinet. Yaritza, storage cabinet. Samaya, Olivia. What the fuck is going on here? Greg, yeah. can you pick up the WFX utility? Yeah. I want to know who the fuck is that. <laughs> Uh, WFX utility, dude. Oh They're my Walmart. Huh? They got stuff at Walmart. Greg, check this. Uh, out. Check this out, dude. You're not even, dude. This is a simulation. I wonder if W. Human trafficking narcotics rings bust nets local man wearing <laughs> Wayfair shirt. <laughs> oh shit! Where do you even get a Wayfair shirt? I, I wouldn't even know where to get For that. Free, dude. For free. What do you mean? Where do you get that shit? So I can't find WFX Utility. Like they have their own website kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But every link that comes up, except for one, is either Wayfair or Walmart. Even the advertisement for it is Walmart. So it's a Walmart brand or something? Walmart and you know, like Costco is like Kirkland. Maybe this is Wayfair is like that's what I'm thinking. Maybe the W oh, stands no, it's for not Wayfair. It's WFX, right? Yeah. They maybe do shelves and racks. Walmart furnish. I don't know. That's actually kind of weird because it's a lot of it says shelves and racks. And I don't see cabinets. It just says WFX utility. So it's like yeah, I haven't seen a single cabinet. Oh, shit. All right, Greg. This is going to get weird. You ready oh, for this? Are you yeah. ready for this? Okay. Media in tweet. Don't, 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 don't click it unless you've already clicked them before. I did. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to pop up. Yeah, I already checked it. Okay. Samaya 5 shelf storage cabinet. Samaya 5. Okay. Okay. Then you have this one. Missing from Columbus, Ohio, 17-year-old Samaya. Okay. Yeah, I didn't actually I didn't click the other two. Let me check. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's safe. Let's see now how 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 are these people trying to connect the two? Like Okay, well one you have this storage cabinet called Yaritza. Okay. okay. Went out there for $14,000. For a little storage cabinet, and then okay. in media, you have this Yaritza missing. Yeah. How the fuck? But I mean, that that's the whole thing, though. Is like it, that could be coincidence just as much as it could be purposeful. Like that is that all that they're going off of that are trying to the connect? Names, yeah, the names when when the storage cabinets have a specific name. They look missing, or or the news media puts out a missing uh, person's name out there with the same name as a storage cabinet. Well, so it's just the first name. That's the only type of connection. Yeah, that's it. See, that, that, I don't know. It's kind of kind of stretching, but I know the coincidence is is very ridiculous. And then there's a lot of posts. Oh, Wayfair responds to sex trafficking. 
Because like, I mean, I'm sure I can go to any type of company that has put out anything with with names that could be people's names, and I can guarantee you, I can find connections between all of them. But with the furnitures, cabinets, storage cabinets. What purpose do you have? Why do you call it a person's name? Why didn't you call it antique, white, black, blue, whatever? Why is it's it like IKEA? IKEA names all of their products different names. Yeah, but not from people. Not like people like Jaritza. That's a very. Well, I can't read IKEA's names because they're in Swedish, but. But that's a very that's a very specific name. I mean, oh, I don't know. Sure, like anyway, this one, Morris bracket. Morris is a first name. I'm sure I can go online somewhere and find a Morris who's who's gone missing, and say, okay, th- this is the connection. How much is that's, the uh, how, how much is the bracket? Fourteen twenty-seven. Maybe he was abducted on the fourteenth, uh, and he was fourteen thousand on twenty-seventh Street. I don't know. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen dollars. No, fourteen dollars and twenty-seven cents. Okay, so tell me why there's these storage cabinets at fifteen thousand dollars. It's a storage cabinet. I don't know. Maybe it's bougie. Maybe someone owned it. No, dude. And it's the same picture being uploaded every time. Yeah. I think that there's something more to this, man. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I mean, sure, there could be, but. Let's look here. So I'm on their website right now. This is the one you're showing. Seems to be a simple cabinet that you could buy buy anywhere. Like a, a double a double doored one. I I see a few here are for like five thousand dollars. So like a third the price. Um I don't see anything obnoxiously priced that high. <laughs> so, um, I wonder who came up like who was searching like Wayfair at 3am saying oh why is this storage cabinet so expensive and then they just for whatever reason they looked up they looked up missing people and then there you go yeah. so something that is similar to the ones you showed me I found one but it's only it's close to $6,000 uh, some of these, they have the full garage sets that are like multiple cabinets. You put in a, tons of storage for for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's a six-piece uh, garage cabinet. That's what it is. 16-piece. $10,000. So still cheaper. Then but, one single piece. But at the same time, who knows? Maybe someone just photoshopped all that stuff. I, I don't know. Dude, this one... Uh, this one's got me all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Let's say let's say it was real. That's definitely would be really ridiculous and and make you think about it. But how how do you know if it's been photoshopped or not been photoshopped? Um, I don't think that they've been photoshopped, dude. <laughs> I'm only gonna. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, I don't believe. I mean, they might be right, but it, I don't think it would have been a big deal like this if it was. It would have already been disproven. Nowhere does it say on all the posts I read 
oh, this was photoshopped. It only says uh, Wayfair denies, 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 denies. It doesn't say Wayfair finds that the images here were untrue. They were photoshopped. All they say is denies. And the CEO at the time last year resigned. Weird. He just happened to resign after this came out. I mean, it, it was a little weird. I think, I think it was the right before COVID. A lot of people were resigning. Like they knew, but that's one of the, the uh, conspiracies. People are saying that, that it, it seemed like a lot of people knew it was coming. So they kind of backed away from a lot of the problems that were coming and were like giving it to someone else. Yeah, They're like I'm out. I don't want to deal with this. I'm in enough money. <laughs> I'm gonna go live in my bunker. Ready or not. What, is, what is that? I don't know, dude. I was just, I was going through some of the, um, like the the posts, and then there's an advertisement, so I just clicked out of it. I don't know, dude. I think that this one can go into the deep end today. I don't know how much more of sex trafficking and blood and period blood breast milk satanic rituals i can i can do today <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing any of those today tomorrow or the next day oh man so i mean yeah uh, um, do you have any other topics you want to get into while we're still here uh, not for this one I'll, I'll hold in some of this stuff for another day i think that um definitely the the moral of the story for today is you know, you if you search long enough, you'll definitely find something. Um, and if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, my name is Marco, and this is Greg. Uh, we are doing three types of podcasts. Again, we're doing the Thought Process Podcast, where you guys can come and listen to us interview certain guests. Uh, the second one, which today is the Rabbit Hole series, uh, we typically dive deep into... The rabbit hole, we pick a, a topic, and then uh, hopefully in the future, we can put out, you know, I, we can give you guys the magic wand so that you guys can suggest topics for us to dive into, and we would gladly go dive deep into those topics, uh, search everything, bring back some feedback, and uh, do it live, and um, yeah, we can we can continue this podcast maybe in that direction. Uh, the third one is the ether. It's where we get people to call in live. Um, you know, the ether is the lowest and highest point of existence. It's where all ideas, where all ideas come from and go. And uh, I think that everybody is, has a very, uh, very. Um, everybody has a story, and everybody should be able to share that story. That's why we open up our lines so that you guys can call in. At 657-223-5323. The number again is 657-223-5323. You can find us here Wednesdays night, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. onward if you're interested for that podcast. And just remember, like and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TPP is loading. Our at is TPP is loading. Um, you can also find us, uh, you can find all our content and everything that we've been up to in our website linked in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification 
bell so that you guys are notified when we go live. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I think that we will see you guys next week. We'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody.